0: Hello? Yes? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Doing great, doing great. All right, awesome. So welcome to another episode of the Progressive Mind Podcast, where we're taking the conversation deeper, and I have an incredible guest today, Hafiza. Uh, I, I met her through my job. And she was an incredible mind, someone who thought on a deeper level, someone who's very uh, intellectual, someone who was able to really take the conversation deeper. Uh, And this was something who I definitely had to stay in contact with, because it's not every day you get to meet someone who you can have great intellectual conversation with and build that perspective uh, on, on such a deeper conscious level. So Hafiza, please introduce yourself tell the people who you are
1: thank you thank you um well like you said my name is Safiza Freeman I'm born I was born and raised in Patterson, New Jersey I'm an activist um, I'm all for equal rights and being proactive in the community and also having knowledge of self I feel that knowledge itself is one powerful tool that we all need to have within the society and as well as this world you know, dealing with the enemy that we have in this present day and time. But that's just a little bit about myself. And I'm happy to be a part of this podcast today.
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, cool. So we got all the intro stuff out of the way. I really wanted to um, kind of follow up with you. We've we've had many conversations, right? We've had many conversations on the power of the mind um, and many. We we've we've uh, exchanged many different perspectives on the power of the mind and it's crazy because first off first off the power of the mind i mean what comes to your mind when you think of just the power of the mind
1: Hmm. oh my god that's that's an interesting um question well the first thing that comes to my mind um when with dealing with the power of the mind is its abilities and what it's capable of of doing once you learn and actually apply the knowledge that you have. I feel like our brains are very expansive, and we have so much room for improvement and to do great things. Once we tap into what actually our mind produces, so I think that's just like a little bit of what I think about, like just basically a tapping into your power and knowing what you're capable of.
0: I love that. That's great. You know, you know, you know, it's so crazy. So. I wanted to share something with you specifically because I was like, you know what? I knew we're doing this podcast today. I was just like, yo, this needs to be brought up because this was like, this was a moment. Have you ever had a moment where like you're just thinking to yourself and you just think of something so powerful and it's like, yo, what the hell? So, um, (laughs) so I was speaking to my brother and so I had watched, you know, the show Black Mirror, right?
1: Yeah, no, I actually, I've seen it, and I actually haven't watched no.
0: it, though. Yo, Black Mirror. <laughs> You'll
1: see me. Yo,
0: Black Mirror is crazy. It's crazy. So, anyway, it had this episode. It had this episode where, you know, this guy is traveling to get away from home, to get away from his mom, because oh. I guess, you know, they don't get along with each other. Um, And, you know, he's on his last stop, and his card, his debit card, or ATM um, gets hacked and all his money's gone, and so he needs to do some odd jobs to make some money so he can get a ticket back home from uh, United Kingdom. And so uh, he, so he go, he does this odd job, and uh, it's super secretive. It's like this this new game, I guess, and under development. And he was part of the process. But anyways, long story short, this game was like a horror game, right? But it was augmented reality. So it's not VR, but it's, like, literally, like, 10 steps ahead from VR. It's, like, so what they did was, like, they implanted, like, a temporary chip in the back of his neck. And they used his own mind.
1: To create an alternate reality.
0: Yes. To to create the horror, the scariness, right? And what's okay. crazy is that the things that he was experiencing were... Um, like, like thoughts that, like, you you ever have a thought into your head, like the the trueness, the rawness of a thought, but then you kind of like alter right. it because, like, you either don't want to believe it or it's like, ah, oh, that can't be true, and then you kind of just cover it up with some positivity. Well, these mm-hmm. th- these raw thoughts, right? I really thought it was his subconscious mind coming to life and really scaring him. So in one scene, uh, in one scene, you know, um, a bully he 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 uh, uh someone who used to bully him in high school you know uh this this uh he showed up right and then uh you know like little things and it was so wild and you know and I made the mistake I watched it and then went to bed and and oh then <laughs> yeah and then like the next day I'm like yo my I don't know like I was in this funk like something was wrong like not wrong, but it was just like, yo, what is going on like so it it really freaks me out because then this is the question that came to me, right? you know this is this is very powerful, so be prepared i I want read it word i'm gonna okay. read, I'm gonna read it word for word because I did send my brother um the exact question at the time, okay. so uh so here it is, so here it is, uh. All right, so I asked my brother, I said, "Do you think you can live a moment in the darkest part of your mind?"
1: Oh my god i that was the post you posted on instagram yeah. yesterday yes, oh <laughs>
0: and so wait before we That's... go go ahead
1: no. Go No, uh, you can go. It's okay. So
0: before before we dig into this question, right? Because I really want to expand. I like. I really want to expand the conversation on this. So it's crazy because I, I I was telling my brother, I was like, like yo, like this guy was really being haunted by his own thoughts, right? The thoughts that he thought. And then I said, and then I asked myself the question, like, dang. In that moment when I was watching, I was like, dang, can I visit the darkest part of my mind? And then instantly I was like, hell no. Right. I could not do that. Right. Because it was scary. Right. But then I followed Mm -hmm. up. I followed that. I followed up with a question. Right. So think about it. Can I visit the darkest part of my mind? I said, hell no, I can't do that. And then the second question I asked myself was, what is it exactly? Am I afraid of confronting that? That I believe lies in the darkest part of my mind? Holy moly.
1: You got my. I got so many thoughts Yo, around right so now. So I'm,
0: I'm. I'm gonna let you go all at it. I just. I really wanted to share that because. on Facebook and some, you know, um, Jen Maynard, you know, uh, someone who follows me on Facebook. She commented. She's. She's also conscious liver. I'd consider. Mm-hmm. Um, and she. She. You know. She. You know. She. I, she gave an answer. I was already expecting someone to give right because it's so easy to be like. Of course I would. Like, yeah, hell yeah, I would. Like, sure. Like, of course I go to the darkest part of my mind, like to, to, to heal and to grow. And like, yes, that's all great. And that's where that place is meant for. Right. But at the end of the day, like, are you prepared to be confronted by the real and raw truths about yourself? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, so I'm gonna stop it right there before I go too far. (laughs) Hafiza, can you, would you live a moment in the darkest part of your mind?
1: Um, I, I'm gonna go with yes. And, um, the reason I say yes is because I feel like as I've been on my journey, you know, with, um, my self-awareness and knowledge itself is like, once you have that awareness, it's, you really don't fear anything anymore and i feel like fear is formed from ignorance of what you do not mm-hmm. know so it's like like when we're younger we fear spiders and we fear the dark why is that cuz what these preconceived notions that people put in oh it's it's monsters and boogeymen's and but all of this stuff is just made up and just um figments of imagination that someone else probably had so it's like once we have an understanding of the dark, we no longer fear the dark because we know that we always mm-hmm. have light. Once we get older, we don't fear spiders anymore because at the end of the day, I'm bigger than the spider. A spider can't cause any harm to me. I could just mm-hmm. step on it. So why is it that like we we constantly have these fears and continuously have these fears as we get older? Like. We might fear something less, but then fear something else. And why is that? Because we have no awareness or no understanding as to what that thing is and why we fear it. Which stimulated this fear. So it's like once you bring in self-awareness into the picture and have knowledge of self, that kind of goes like outside of it because it's like you're no longer fearing something because you now have the knowledge about it. So why am I going to fear it? Mm -hmm. So now... It's like when you, when like when you ask the question about like being in the part of the darkest part of your mind is like once you go there and you have knowledge yourself of everything that you fear, or things that you don't quite understand. Once you do your research or understand or kind of delve deep as to why you don't know you fear that, is it something that you watched? Is it something that you've seen? So it's like once we gain awareness of that. What is it in our minds that could possibly fear us if we have nothing left to fear?
0: I like that. I like, I like the, like, all right, first off, I'm totally on board, right? And and for the <laughs> psychology people out there, confirmation bias, right? Um. But right. I, I, I love the fact that you had mentioned self-awareness because, again, when you bring, when you bring self-awareness, right? When you bring awareness to self, right, there's right. really nothing to fear because, You've confronted it. You've l- looked at it head-on. You've accepted the reality, right? And now it's not mm-hmm. hidden anymore, right? When you talked about how, like, you know, growing up, like some people are scared of the dark, it's because it's unseen. You can't see it. You don't know what lies there, right? The, I think right. a lot of the reason why, and I, I've mentioned this to to uh, mentioned this to you before about how most people are scared of themselves, right? Right. It's because they don't take the time to know get to know who they really are. Right. So. So, yes. Great point. I loved it. Um, So bringing awareness to self. Love that. Next. okay. so. Right. And and if you don't want to answer, this is totally okay. This is a conversation I had with my brother. And I was like, dang, bro, like this exact words. I told him I was like, dang, I really want to create something where it can really help people. You know, make this transformation really bring awareness to self where like on a deep, deep subconscious level where now they know more about themselves and know how to strategically move. Right. So but my brother told me he was like, yo, that that would be great. But, you know he made some great points about how like some people won't feel comfortable being that vulnerable or really being that honest about themselves to other people. And I was like,
1: because they, they fear, they have something to hide. They fear something. Once you, like I said, so once you no longer fear anything, you have knowledge Mm -hmm. of self. What, what is it that's going to get out that fears you? What people judging Mm -hmm. you, if you be true to yourself, you will never have to worry about that. So it's like, you need to have self confirmation. You need to confirm with yourself before you, you know, you're ready to like, you know, be vulnerable or answer questions that, you know, get a little dicey. Mm-hmm. So that's basically like, you know, basically still being honest with yourself, self-awareness and it all balls back right. down to that.
0: Right. And, and exactly what you just said was was spot on. Right. Self-honesty. This is this is also what I had followed up with my brother. I was like, yo, like this takes this is going to take sh- like the ultimate self-honesty because when you can realize that or even be aware right be aware that you know um aware of some of the raw real truths about yourself right so i mean Mm -hmm. this it it wouldn't it wouldn't be a good example to discuss this where i'm not even going to do it myself so i'm going to do it right now right so i asked my brother i said what are three what are the What do you think that would be the top three things that you would have to be confronted in this darkest part of the mind, right? So what that means is like, so I'll just give an example, right? So one of the answers I told my brother was, um, you know, I know one of the biggest things that I would be confronted with is this false sense of confidence, right? And, Mm -hmm. And that, like, that's so, that's like the rawest as it gets. Period, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz most people will never admit to something like that. Even me saying it is a little uncomfortable, but I understand in order for me to know myself, learn more about who I am and who I'm becoming um and who I want to be is is knowing first who I truly am to the root, right? So I right. explained to my brother I'm like, "Yo, I think, you know, I that was number two on my list. I said, you know, uh, confronted with this false sense of confidence, right? Growing up, I had so much attention. I kind of used that attention as validation to, um, um, hold on, let me reword it. Let me reword it right. So I used all that attention to kind of cover up all the pains and struggles, that, internal pains and struggles that I actually um, struggled with, you know? And okay. so, you know, it was like, yeah, I did struggle with, you know, um, self-confidence in myself, but because I got the attention, I was like, man, I'm, I'm confident. You know what I mean? People love me. Right. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of just covered it all up, looking, at, looking at the external rather than really focusing on the internal. So, you know, having this and then growing up, you know, being up, just having this. And, and you know what? I'm not saying in a way that it like it didn't do harm to me. I think it actually did great, um, you know, having, having, portraying confidence with really internally lacking confidence. Right. I think it did a lot good for me, but in the long run, when you're by yourself and you only have you to fall back on, this is when you're really confronted. Right. So Mm -hmm. in conclusion, that was one of the things that I said, because I know if I'm in that dark place, the first thing my, my mind is going to come after me at is like, yo, you know, you you put, you remember um, in our past conversations, we talked about um, in social environments, we put on masks, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one of my masks, right? To port- portray uh, uh, overly con- overly confident, right? Now, right. now here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not confident in myself. I'm certainly confident in myself, right? Sometimes a little overly confident, right? That's how that I'm certainly confident in myself. But I understand that to an extent, I do it to cover up something much deeper, right? Right. So that I know that's one thing that I'd be confronted with, uh, and you know. So when this girl on Facebook was like, yeah, you know, of course, it's a, it's, it's a healing place. This is where you grow. This is where, I was like, okay, I understand that. Perfectly understood. So I was like, okay, next step, right? What would you be confronted with in this dark space? And, you know, she had given her answer and things like that. But I think that next question really brings about what you're talking about. It's that self-awareness, knowledge to self, yeah. you know, awareness to oneself. So if you feel comfortable. You don't have to, right? What are what are, what is one thing you believe you'd be confronted with in this dark place?
1: Being comfortable on my own skin. Okay. And um I say this because it's like from the beginning of times, um dating back to slavery, like I feel like as um a black woman we always are made in comparison, you know, to others, you know, lighter than ourselves, like, you know, lighter skin mm-hmm. tones, like, and I feel like that's kind of like a big thing and kind of society plays a big role as well with, you know, the lighter versus the dark, the dark skin girls are the brown skin girls, you know, and I feel like it's always been a constant competition. And my oldest sister, she's, um she's very light skin, um, like they call them back in the day, red mm-hmm. bones and i'm i'm darker and um skin tone my hue is very darker than her so i just feel like we it was always made a comparison between us and that's something that i always struggle with because like um i used to get you know called names you know being blacky or being dark and it's like as we get older we start to see more people appreciate us for our skin color like as opposed to how we were growing up where we were kind of like you know, um, shaded and people, you know, said neg- made negative remarks and comments. But now as you get older you see more dark skinned women being recognized for their skin complexion. So it's just I, I feel like that's basically like a big thing for me because it's like I'm still dealing with it and, you know, being more comfortable and having more self confidence. But I feel like that's gonna take time. Um, but I think that would be definitely one big mm-hmm. thing that I would be confronted with.
0: So Remember remember when I gave you some homework? Yes. I'm going to give you another I'm going to give you another assignment. I wa- you have Netflix, right? Yes. I want you to watch this episode.
1: Oh, Black Mirror. Um, yes. Black Mirror
0: season gotcha. 3 episode 2. It's called Playtest. Um okay. and I'd really like to have a discussion on it because like when you watch it think of it from a perspective where it was like, yo, if you were in his situation like, yo, what would you cuz again like he, um, in the, in the, in the, sh- in the show, it just dis- like, it clearly in the beginning of it, he had mentioned like, yo, he does not have a good relationship with his mom. His dad had passed away who he had a really great connection with, but now he like, it's hard for him to communicate with his mom. Um, and so all of this came up, like there was one scene, like literally this was the last scene where he's really freaking out. He's, he's literally at the end of all. And he's like, he's like, He's freaking out, verge of tears, talking about, I don't want to open this door um, because I know it's going to be something about me and my mom. And like, yo, he feared it. He was like, yo, I can't open this up because if he's confronted about something with his mom, like, it's going to tear him apart. And right. I looked at that scene as if like, if we all had the ability to be in this dark, like the dark side of the mind to really experience who who we truly are and what we truly are thinking you know and it's like right. craziness But anyways thank you for thank you for sharing so you
1: said season 3 episode yep, yep, 2 yep it's called
0: playtest um all
1: right no it's it's crazy that you say that though and it's like that you brought up this episode cuz it was something that recently just happened um where a secret Within my family was exposed after 14 years. What does that mean? Basically, one of those secrets where, like, a, it's a parent's worst nightmare where they find out that someone in their family was touching mm-hmm. their children. So it was one of those secrets that kind of like, you know, exploded after all this time. And it's just like, My parents had a conversation with me about it and asked me, like, was this something that I was aware of? And I told them, yeah. So it's like, now they're at the point in time where they want to talk to all me and my brothers and sisters and basically, you know, kind of like divulge into the conversation as to what happened. They just feel like, you know, kind of bad about it because it's like, you never expect it to be your family. You get what I'm saying? Or just your children or whoever. So it's like when the secret kind of got out that it happened, my brother had confessed because it, it's been eating away at him for so long. And it's like, I was kind of like dreading it ever coming out because it's like, I was, I was one of the victims. Uh-huh. So it's like, when it did come out, it was just like, wow. Like, but it's like, I realized something within the moment that, it, and when it came out and my father called me and asked, was it true? that it happened to Mm. us. So it was just like, before we used to have our power talks, I probably would have handled this situation completely differently and kind of, you know, exploded or cried or whatever. But it's like, I feel like after our power talks and after reading the book by Preston Smiles, Love Louder, it gave me something. Whereas when it came out, it was just like, wow, like I didn't, I didn't overreact. I didn't underreact. It was just like normal, Mm -hmm. like it happened. It is what it is. And now we can finally, you know, heal. You get what I'm saying? And um, my brother can heal, you know, from, you know, PTSD and the trauma from behind it. And, um, oh, my parents are just, like, they just just feel bad and they just keep apologizing, like, we're sorry that this happened to you guys, like, that we didn't even know. And then it's, like, kind of hard because my parents are like, why didn't you guys say something before? But how do you do say something when it's someone within your own house? So I just, like, that. that I don't know, that black Mirror. So it's just, like, normally that would have been one of, you know, something that I would have experienced yeah. as well, like, know in the deepest part of my mind but it's like now that it actually came to light it's like i feel like it's like it's been a weight Uh lifted off to me like you know like i like i released my demons like you know like i i no longer have this secret holding so much weight on my heart you know being a victim of you know child molestation and and my brother no longer has this weight on top of him and it's been eating away more at him than it has been me but it's, like, it's finally out, and it's, like, now that my parents know the truth, it's, like, now, you know, like, I can, like, you know, I can be at ease because, like, now it's it's nothing, you no know, longer holding me back, you know. So that's just also something that I wanted to share because <laughs> it literally just happened the other day, and it's, like, it's been, like, you know, on my mind. And I definitely want to do something within my community where I work towards, you know, discussing it with other children and you know getting them to come out because that's something that's definitely difficult and I feel like it kind of shapes you you know shapes your life and your future and the decisions that you make
0: right right well hey you know what I appreciate you you know opening up and sharing your story I mean that's that's definitely helpful I mean you know as as vulnerable it can be and sometimes uncomfortable like you know sometimes it's needed because anyone who is listening could always you know um Who might be experiencing the same thing you know could really benefit from that, right. so appreciate that most depth. Um, so moving forward, right, so we talked about mm-hmm. the darkest the darkest place in the mind and whether we would visit or not, and we kind of give some you know examples of the things that we can be be confronted about i 'd really like you to watch that episode and then you can just follow up um where we could okay. you know just have a discussion because um that was a, that was a really great episode, right? So, I want to talk on the subject, right? Same, you know, the power of the mind, about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the benefit, right? Some some of the things that you've benefited from building more awareness, building more awareness of yourself, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't mind me sharing the story and how we met, and then kind of just the the the, the stepping stones there. You know, is- uh- Please so, no. you know, obviously, um, you know, you were having trouble, right? You were having trouble dealing with a few things. And, you know, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but at that time, it was very reactive, right? Very uh, emotion, right? right? <laughs> we're all guilty of it. Uh, uh, emotion right, driven. Emotionally driven, um, emotionally reactive, right? And it was a time where the person you needed to speak to wasn't there. And so, you know, someone right. kind of suggested that, you know, we, we connect, right? You, um, right. we sit down and talk, and so we we did that, and then from there, um, you were able to really build a, a like. First off, from first time I met you to now, you've made incredible progress uh, with yourself. Thank you. So the self awareness, the the ability to you know uh, think things through, having better self control. I mean, you are a spitting image of of someone who is dedicated to progression, right? Um, especially with self, because, you know, we, just like with S&T, right? s and we're all about building inner uh, success, then uh, mm-hmm. putting that out into the universe, right? And then creating external uh, success. And so you were able to successfully do that. Now, I really want to point something out very, very important though, right? So in that process, it wasn't the fact that you know i was recommending you know a book to read or it wasn't uh the the fact that like you know we sat down and spoke or anything like that what really created the change was your ability your want your 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 focus and dedication to actually create change uh with yourself right and so that's what created um the progression and i i really wanted to point that out specifically because you know um sometimes we get so caught up in just reading the books and the motivational quotes and the motivational videos, although those can help at times, right. To an extent at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, it's like change won't happen unless you decide to create change. Right. And
1: as well as having people around you with, you know, similar mm mindsets, I feel like that also sets, you know, set, set an action, you know, for like, you know, the course that you want mm-hmm. to take. Having, you know, like-minded individuals around you, you know, help, you know, keep you on that path, like you get what I'm saying? Help you stay focused. Like that, that definitely um contributes, you know, to the progress.
0: Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I you know, that's why these are power talks. That's why we have right. so, <laughs> so much good conversation is because, you know, I almost feel like we feed off of each other's mindsets, right? Whereas you might say something that might be a complete different perspective where it might help others. I mean, it's helped me before in the past build different perspectives and kind of be open minded, like, dang, I didn't really look at it that way. Right. That's the whole foundation of a power talk is. Right. So, right. Being in the right environment, being around the right people, being around people who are are pushing you, holding you accountable, you're checking up on you, making sure you're doing good. You know, Uh, that's what it's all about. Right. And you know what's crazy? Um, real quick before we before we, we jump into the to the to the benefit of, of okay. self awareness. Um the second lesson in S and T curriculum is creating a better environment for yourself. Right? So yeah. for me, I spent I think it's almost been two years now. It's crazy. It's almost been two years since I've been writing this damn curriculum and it's been a headache <laughs> and a half, right? Um but that's i like order i ordered it in like chronicle, chronological order right so the first one is believing in yourself right in order i mean in order to achieve anything in order to do anything in this world you need to believe you got to believe you got life. you can do it right and then right. number 2 once you believe in yourself great now we need to make sure we can we can learn from each other right putting yourself around right. those people who who do um in the lesson it talked about how You know, the type, the person you, you are, you are building yourself to become or the, the characteristics or the skills that you plan to build within yourself, surround yourself around people who already have that. Right. Find the people who do that. Now, a lot of people struggle with this because it's out of their comfort zone Um, I mean, and and think about it, you know, um, we've talked a little bit about your background and, you know, the kind of area you grew up in and you came from, Mm -hmm. um, like, like, um, as myself as well, you know, you know, being surrounded by a certain group of people, you know, some, some people would label, you know, ghetto or, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, um, but I know growing up, I know I'm growing little... up for me, it was, it was, it, we just, we used the slang word ghetto, like people who were just very illiterate, uh, didn't care.
1: Now we got the word ratchet. ratchet. There we go. Hey, right. Right. 2019.
0: Um, and so, you know, we were surrounded by those people, but you know, when you're able to surround yourself around like-minded people, right. Uh, people who, who have the same ambitions or people who just want to push themselves to do great things, that that spreads on to you, right? And and so that was a great point that you brought up the fact that environment, because environment is um, one of the key, one of the top key, right? One of the top five most important things uh, to achieve, create that that environment, put yourself in the environment. I like to say position yourself for success, right? Because if you're positioning yourself around certain people, majority of the time, most likely you'll become... You know the people who right. you hang around. So, I want to jump into right. We have a few minutes left. I really want to jump into uh, just the benefits of self awareness, right? How it how, how it's helped you, but also just your own perspective on um, self awareness in general. Because I think for people who are right. listening will really benefit from like, dang, like, damn, I need to do. I do need to learn from myself, right? Um, or, or, or get to know myself more. Right. Because self-awareness, I mean, I think self-awareness is the foundation to really. um, What's the word I want to use? Self. uh, uh, It'll come to me once I remember, I'll say it. But uh, (laughs) but anyways, right. Self-awareness. Tell me about it.
1: Well, one thing I can say about self-awareness and since I've actually, you know, been applying the knowledge of self-awareness. When when you have that and you're you're growing and it's it's fluid, I notice that no matter what happens or who you come encounter with, if you have self awareness and knowledge of self, you will no longer allow anyone, anyone or anything to disrupt your peace, your peace of mind. And it's like since I've since our power talks and since the book and since the conversations, it's just like and since I've been since I left the program and came back home it's like I literally have been applying it and literally not allowing people to how I used to, you know, like, um, people normally used to tell me, Oh, you take things too personally, or you just don't know how to let things roll off Mm -hmm. the shoulder or just, you know, like just let people get under your skin. So it's like now that I have more self-awareness as to where I was before I'm no longer allowing people to take energy from me. I don't give them my energy no more. I give my energy to where my energy is needed, not to allow people to get me, you know, um, out of my element. And I feel like that's where I I was a victim of so many times before, constantly just getting so worked up and letting people, you know, disrupt my peace of mind. So it's like, I feel like once you have self-awareness and you're actually ambitious on continuing the journey of self-awareness, you notice how you have to eliminate certain factors and people in order for you to continue on with that journey. And I I feel like that's what I had to, like, the time you get on the phone with a person and you feel like their mindset is either ignorant or um disrespectful or just a a disruptance like to your peace of mind that that just shows you right there that these one of these people or this item or this object is essentially something that literally disrupts your peace so you know that that's one of those factors that need to be canceled out and that's what i've basically been doing since i've been home figuring what are my triggers what are certain people that disrupt my peace of mind that get me out of my element and I shouldn't even allow people to do that but once you feel like no matter what it is that you do or how you talk to them and it's always resorting back to them still you know hitting away and pushing that button and getting you to that point point, then you realize okay this person is one of those people that need to be cut off whether you tell them or you just cut them off, at the end of the day, you have to do for self, for the betterment of self. So that's self-awareness is literally not allowing anyone or anything to disrupt your peace of mind. Keeping, you know, staying at a um, a mellow medium, a happy medium, finding your happy place and not allowing people, you know, to disrupt that. Yes, sometimes we um may come in contact to people, you know, that... Just don't have that knowledge itself, or maybe just maybe a little off or wonky or whatever, where you just you tolerate it for that moment because you got to level up. But as far as factors where they don't need to be there, people don't need to be there, you don't have to tolerate or deal with them, cut them out. If you feel like you you're in an environment where you don't have to be, cut it out. Why do you feel like you have to sacrifice your happiness? just to have these things or these people in your life because you don't so i feel like that's basically what self-awareness kind of ties into just like having being fed up and not tolerating or not allowing anything to get you out of your element and that's basically what i've been working on honestly i can say like it's it's been a blessing not giving people my energy and focusing my time wisely on things that help me and make me and make me better and help me with my journey on progressing to have better self awareness and knowledge of self. So, so that's basically it. Yeah, just something like I feel like people need to consider. Like self awareness is bigger than what you think. Like it's literally bring you to a happy meeting and you know, being one with self. And um I'm I'm happy to continue on my journey and just to see where it takes me.
0: I love that. I love that. <clears throat> self awareness. I mean a lot of what it's been able to do for you is done for me as well you know self awareness has certainly allowed me to um, pay attention more attention to my surroundings right um, mm-hmm. b- being able to kind of call yourself out on the on, on where you're putting yourself right so sometimes sometimes you get like uh, get a little distracted and then we kind of mm-hmm. you know utilize that skill of self awareness and be like yo this is, this environment is not good for me you know because we all know the subconscious mind pays attention to every single thing, I, even though even when mm-hmm. you're not consciously paying attention. If you're having a power talk, but then in the, in, the, in the background, there's drama and there's BS going on, that mind is still being influenced. So, you know, right. You know, being able to position yourself, right. Putting yourself in that environment. And, and you know, sometimes, no, not sometimes, but a lot of times people uh, some some people uh, fear. Fear about getting out of that comfort zone to put themselves in a in a newer environment because because uh, it's unknown, right? They don't know what to expect. They fear judgment. Uh, they don't they don't know uh, uh, the types of people they'll meet. Uh, but, but the whole concept of kind of just rebuilding or repositioning yourself can be very fearful. And you know, in in the you know in the next upcoming um, podcast, we'll certainly talk more about fear. You know, uh, fear yeah. and and being able to uh, benefit from and kind of just change the perspective on uncomfortability because sometimes no, no 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 I wouldn't even say sometimes most of the times when we're uncomfortable in a situation um, where it could help us push forward right progress sometimes the com the 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 uh, the comfort zone we're in. Once we're out of that, we realize that it wasn't so damn comfortable after all. Right. Right. So um, I think that is such a great point to make is the fact that, you know, in the process of building better self-awareness, it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take uh, uncomfortability. Uh, you know, it's going to have to take you out of that comfort zone. Right. Um, and, pro- and, and can we can we just get this straight progress, success? Achievement, fulfillment—that um, process isn't always pretty. It is not Absolutely always not. pretty. And 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 you know, from getting to know you um, a bit, you know, I've I've certainly and 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 reflecting on my own personal experiences, I've certainly realized that most times when we feel like, damn, this is the end, like like yo, this sucks, it's usually the beginning. Right. It's preparing you for something. Remember that? Do uh, you remember that level up you made? Yeah. Um, uh When at uh when we we're at Shriver Job Corps, when, uh, you know, you were you were you were it was you were going through some real struggle, real struggle, real struggle. And I was like, yo, life right. is preparing you right now. I, I don't know. I think I think it's a level up. Right. And absolutely. And yeah.
1: Absolutely. It was like a
0: day or two later when you're it was just complete opposite. Like well, no, I mean like the attitude was complete opposite. You were you were happy, good things were happening to you, um, and things were just uh, uh looking brighter, right? And so
1: mm-hmm.
0: really realizing that the process most times is not pretty. It's not you know, I there was a perspective someone shared. I forgot who it was, but they said all life is a struggle, with a few moments of 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 uh, celebration and 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 because yeah. I believe that to an extent. Because think about it, you know, in the process of a struggle, you grow, right? In right. the process of getting out of your comfort zone, demands a stronger self, demands. Mm-hmm stronger self-awareness right demands that uh that you uh you know grow and get better and when we deny that right when we're like yo yo i like my comfort zone i like my comfort zone all it's doing is really holding you back from leveling up right so
1: absolutely just like like where you said like um um it was something you sent to me where we're like where like when you're like in a plane and you're landing mm. and sometimes your plane can't land because you have too much blockage. I, I can It's basically like that. Like, but you have too many stuff blocking it from landing, yeah. so you gotta clear away all the 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 excess mm-hmm. in order for you know you for your plane to land. And it's like I I literally have been noticing like. With the self awareness is like, yo, know, like it's 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 been a different way of thinking and also and it's been enabling and inhibiting my, my emotions as well. Like I no longer like, you know, get upset or angry when I feel like somebody isn't agreeing with me or on the same type of terms as me as far as a conversation or discussion. Like I've been having a lot of conversations and discussions on social media, you know, under posts, and it's been like a little, you know, heated conversations and could be a little tedious at times, um, depending on the topic of conversations. But it's always been around, um, either the nip, the passing of Nipsey Hustle, um, about how they're saying that we don't have enough leaders and educators within our communities, and also about Doctor Sabai. So within these type of conversations and comments I've been having with people, I kind of got into like this um big debate with um one of my followers, and it um it kind of got a little big and a little choppy. But one thing I can ab- absolutely say is that we kept a, a respect level for one another. We did not come to an agreement at all throughout the conversation but it was still respectful and I feel like that kind of arrives from me you know having better self-awareness like and you know like when you say something and she's like you know what you know maybe I shouldn't say that maybe I should reword it a little differently so that so that it doesn't come off as you know being arrogant or disrespectful so it's like when we have these conversations we got to be mindful that this person might not have the self-awareness that I may have so I need to be mindful knowing that I may have more self-awareness to word my wording differently so I don't come off across as disrespectful and I feel like that's basically where I'm at and I'm I'm kind of proud of myself because it's like that's kind of you know that's big of me and that's that's showing mm-hmm. growth from where I was before and where I am now
0: a thousand percent that that's a that's a great example of growth right there right 'Cause the visa right. that that showed before, right, all of this growth was right like we said earlier, right? Reactive, reactive emotions, right. right? But the growth that you've made was built off of that one thing, self awareness. And I and and that's amazing. Um so I, I I found the I found the post, right? Um and I wanted okay. to read it so everyone listening could could uh you know, what the quote we were talking about. A plane can't land until the coast is clear. Some of our blessings are stuck in the air because of our environment. Too much mess on the landing strip. Right? That's powerful. Mm. Very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, it's... That's all it is. The environment. We spoke about the environment. How it influences you. Um but with that being said, kinda wanna end it off. Um I I, Afiza, I want you I want you to kind of let the give the give the the, the message of the day to the to the to the people <laughs> listening.
1: Um Well, um I'm basically the kind of dive off from like the meeting I had yesterday with my peers um we, we're part of a unity organization so for is listening to this podcast please look us up on social media we're on instagram um unity page i basically um someone basically started it off and i kind of finished it she said unity begins with you and i kind of embellished and added more to it and i said but unity doesn't end with you and I like that because it's like a double entendre. It has two different meanings. Where With the word unity, U-N-I-T-Y, it starts with you, but it ends with Y. And then actually applying unity to yourself. When you become proactive within your community, and you know, give back and find that unity within self and betterment of self to give back to your community because you can't possibly give if you're, if you're not filling your cup. So it's like unity may begin with you, but it doesn't end with you. And I feel like it also applies to the Nipsey Hustle situation, where although he may have passed and God rest his soul, that doesn't mean that it's going to end with him. It started and it's been working and we've been continuously and progressing, but that doesn't mean just because he passed that everything is supposed to just stop now. We have to continue to keep on trooping and keep on leading our people and educating Because at the end of the day, like, we are all we have. So unity begins with you, but it doesn't end with you. And I feel like that's something that's very powerful. Because when we we have a united front, there's nothing that can stop us. Because we have the numbers and we have the people. And once you have similar mindsets backing you, once one leader falls, another one is going to step up. So I feel like that's a very strong message. And... For anyone who's listening to this podcast, that's something that needs to be recognized in our communities that we do have leaders. Every hero doesn't wear a cape. So it's like just because a person might not have a certain platform doesn't mean that they aren't doing the work for the community. Some people do go unnoticed. So maybe if we take the time out to do our research or also to come out to community meetings and join organizations and bring more awareness, you can kind of see what type of contributions certain people are making to better the community. So unity begins with you, but it doesn't end with you.
0: Wow. Powerful. Love it. I appreciate you, Visa. Thank you for, you know, coming onto the podcast and um, sharing, sh- sharing for your me. sharing your strong intellect. Uh, in, in perspective, it's always great, especially coming from a young woman of color, someone who um, is able to, you know, uh, lead by example, uh, someone who is an activist in their own community, someone who uh, is able to, you know, share a strong perspective uh, for other young uh, women out there in general. So appreciate it. Uh, and, and we'll end it off right there. All
1: right. All right. Peace and blessings.